We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, let's go. It's the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Sunday. Oklahoma beats TCU 33-14. This is our Sunday press conference edition. Of course, press conferences a little bit different this year, but we'll hear from Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch in their post-game Zoom session with the media. Of course, you heard from Coach Riley during the Sooner Sports Radio or the Sooner Radio Network post game show. Uh, you also heard from Buki, Theo Wees, TJ Pledger, Isaiah Thomas. Really good interviews with those guys who had a great game on Saturday. Uh, you can find those those one on one interviews in our post game show. But we'll have a full Zoom presser with Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch coming up here in mere moments after Oklahoma beats TCU thirty three to fourteen. Another impressive day from TJ Pledger throwing for over 300 yards, two touchdowns. You can just sense that confidence growing, 13 of 22, which seems wild. I was listening to some other uh, post-game pods, and it really clicked. You know, in watching that game Saturday, it didn't register that he was he only completed 13 passes, but the Sooners used the deep ball. 13 for 22, 332 yards, two scores. Marvin Mims had his breakout game, four catches for 132 yards and two scores. And T.J. Pledger, second straight 100-yard game, 22 carries, 122 yards, and a touchdown. The Sooners jump over 500, improving to 3-2 and two on the season. They beat TCU 33-14 to post-game. Zoom time, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, great. It's great kind of all-around team win. All, all three sides were, were major contributors in this one, um, which was – you know, which was important and uh, really, really proud of, of all three sides. You know, I thought defense was very, very solid all day. Um, you know, did a good job limiting the run game, the, the explosive plays with all the speed TCU has on the field. They do a lot of different things formationally to challenge it. And I thought we did a good job of getting lined up. Uh, I thought defensive line, again, made a lot of, a lot of outstanding plays. Uh, so certainly proud of, proud of our defense. Guys did a great job. Um, 
special teams once again with a couple of big plays um, that, that really really spurred us on again. So another solid you know performance by the special teams unit. Uh, offensively, guys made some explosive plays. Thought we thought we did some really good things up front. Um, uh, had you know kind of a mixed bag opportunities with the skill guys. There were several that we made, a few that we didn't make, and still took a few too many negative yardage plays. So got to got to continue to grow. But but we're getting better as a team. You know we're we're on the right trajectory, and we just got to do everything we can to continue to push that. Um, and I just commend our players, staff, everybody. It's uh, it was a you know really productive last two weeks after the Texas win. Um, but we had a good plan together. Guys executed the plan. We got better and came down here and got a got a win on the road against a tough opponent. So that was a uh, uh, it was an important game for us, no doubt, to build off the momentum of two weeks ago, to handle the bye week, um, and so pr- very very proud of this team. Okay, we'll go to questions here. We'll start with Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lincoln, uh, a big day from from Marvin Downs uh, again with a one where he's wide open and then uh, finished it uh, pretty tough there right at the, the goal line and then another one where he uh, made a really difficult catch. Just the diversity of, of what he's able to do and, and the importance of, of Marvin Mims uh, becoming such a factor here for y'all. Yeah, it's important. You know, we've, we, we've needed that. Um, and, you know, the thing he keeps doing is he keeps answering the bell. Um, Seems like every time he gets an opportunity, he makes a play, and uh, you know, and, and it's and he's a talented kid, but it goes back to his habits. You know, he, he practices hard every day. Uh, he's a tough kid. Um, he's really done a good job learning our stuff. Coach Simmons has done a really good job bringing him along, and yeah, to see him making you know such big plays early on in his career, both offensively and in the return game, has, has obviously been a big, big. A, a big thing for this team, and uh, so you know he's got to keep improving, but doing a lot of good things. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to Kerry Murdoch. Hey, Lincoln, I was wondering if you could talk about the last two games for TJ Fletcher. Now, a lot of carries today, um, he seems to be getting better. What have you learned about him? And, and could you also kind of talk about your zone read today? And then this seemed to be kind of disjointed. Um, yeah, TJ's done a nice job. Um, you know, has really made some. Uh, you know, really made some good plays. Uh, I think he's. I think he's just getting more in sync. You know, it's been a while since he's played. You know, this kind of ball. You know, where he's been. You know, a feature guy and and getting as many carries and opportunities. And I think he's just he's really starting to settle in. You know, you can really kind of feel it through the games. He he obviously got off to a great start today. Um, you know, ran hard, tough, really, I thought saw things, you know, uh, it just keeps getting better. It's not, it's not where we want it, you know, with him or any part of the run game. It's, it's, it's close and it's, it's, it's just the thing I'm excited. It's been better really each of the last four weeks. It's, we, we've seen the progress. So it's just a matter of time and, uh, but proud of how tough, you know, physical TJ played, ran the ball well. Um, yeah, so, you know, we just got to keep, got to keep building there. Yeah, we didn't run a whole bunch of zone read. I mean, there's, you know, we, we made a few mistakes, so we gotta, we gotta get better at them. No. Yeah, let's go to Darren Emick. Lincoln, the importance of, of growth uh, for for this team, you've you've referenced repeatedly over the course of your start um, how you you've got to to learn from experiences. I think we focused on Spencer most of all, but it that goes across the board. How, just in general, uh, your sense of, of what you learned about about this team today here in Fort Worth. 
Uh, you know, that I think we got a lot of good things inside of us. Um, I was really proud of how we handled the bye week. And, I, you know, I, I know I've hit on that so much, and people are probably saying, why do you keep talking about that? But everything's a challenge right now. I mean, everything. I mean, just it's almost more of a challenge when you don't have a game and don't have, you know, all the stuff surrounding a weekend just with, with all that we're dealing with. And so uh, just really proud of how we handled that. I, I think we're – I think it's a team that wants to find out how good we can get. Um, I, I sense that in the way we practice, the way we respond. When we coach these guys or ask them to do something, they've been very willing. Um, and and uh, so just, yeah, I'm excited about where this team can go. I mean, and, and I think our whole team senses it. I mean, we're still not even scratching the surface of what we feel like we can be. And, uh, but we're getting closer. And uh, if we keep doing that, then, you know, by the end of this thing, we, we might we might be pretty decent. So we'll just keep keep plugging away. Hey, Joe Bentner. Uh, I'm supposed to be looking into this or that. Of today. What do you make of their it's kind of well, okay. Well, it's, yeah. Just can't see my face. I'm sorry, Joe. You're gonna have to say that again. Sorry. Sorry. Of course, it was a long question too. I was curious about the value you have in the, just the defensive line, how they've been able to step up yeah. through the first five games. Just, I mean, are they farther along than you expected them to be? They've been tremendous. You know, I give I give both Coach Thibodeau and, and Coach Kane a lot of credit. You know, I think they've really done a good job bringing, I mean, so many of these guys along. I mean, there, there's a lot of guys playing for us across that front that have either played zero or very limited snaps before this year. And uh, they've been... They, they, they really have. They've done a nice job, and they're doing it obviously without some key pieces, and uh, which I think makes it all the more impressive. So uh, I think development's been good there. I think guys have really understood our scheme. Um, you know, and like I've said a bunch, you know, this defense, one of the things that I loved about it when I first time I watched it was, you know, it was about everybody on the field making plays, not necessarily always trying to funnel plays to this player or that player. And uh, you have to be active and aggressive. And I feel like those these guys have really embraced that. And and then you've needed guys to step up, you know, and I've, I've talked a lot about Isaiah Thomas and the job he's done, but there's several guys across that front. You know, I keep noticing Josh Ellison. Um, obviously, Perrion's made some nice plays. Uh, you know, Stripling had a big sack today, had a couple pressures, so I mean, it's, it's competitive, you know, we're going to play a bunch of guys and we're, we're really turning them loose and we're going to keep doing it. Uh -huh. hey, uh, we're in kind of a noisy area. If you could speak up and you ask your questions, it would probably help. Um, John Hoover. Hey, Lincoln. Uh, you hear me okay? Gotcha. Okay, good. So uh, I wanted to ask, is it kind of oversimplifying it maybe to say that we're watching this team grow up literally almost every possession like today it was 17 nothing and then they score a touchdown and you're a replay review away from it being 17 14 that thing goes your way and instead of wilting you guys took off is that is that fair to say that you're growing up literally during the course of a game yeah i mean there's so many plays i mean everybody sees the one with review i mean there's there, there's a ton of plays throughout the game where it's inches away from being a big play for either team i mean that's just the game at this level um uh, but I do think, yeah, are, are we growing up in front of your eyes? Yeah, yeah, I think we are. I mean, I, I think, you know, this team has just kind of stayed the course and they, and they, you know, they keep getting better. They want to play. And I think I really stick to the statement I said before. I, I really feel like more than ever, this team really wants to find out 
what we can be, you know, and doesn't want that, you know, this year it all of a sudden be over and it's such a quick year with, with, you know, the reduced schedule and everything else. But we don't want to get to the end of this and not have a have a good taste of, you know, what we feel like this the potential was. And uh, and and they've done that in the way they've worked and, and the way they've handled all the adversity that you know, a lot of teams have faced, everybody's faced throughout the country, and then, and then some very adversity, you know, some adversity that's very specific to us. And, and we haven't pouted. We had not made excuses. We're just going to keep working and keep getting better. And that's I'm proud of the, the attitude that we've had up to this point. Chandler Engelbrex. Hey, Coach, can you hear me? Gotcha. Uh, can you just talk about the turnover play today? We've seen, we've had a lot of emphasis on the fact that you guys want to force turnovers, but it seemed today there was just a emphasis on not having turnovers. Can you talk about how you guys held on to the ball today? Uh, we did pretty good, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't think we, I mean, I think Theo maybe had one fumble. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I thought Spencer's decisions were good. You know, line played well. Ball carriers, other than that one, protected it and did a nice job of it. So, yeah, it's a huge point of emphasis for us. And obviously, it's you know, it was very key in us being able to separate today. Lincoln, you, I loved your offense today because you took shots downfield, and Radler really got to show off his arm talent. And your receivers, you know, got separation today. What did you think of your? You know, you're, you're, you're throwing downfield. It, it looked like it was it was a lot of fun, and you guys were executing it pretty well. Yeah, no, we we hit a we hit our share. Um, thought we had potentially shot to hit a couple more, but yeah, no, guys did a good job. I mean, I, I think anytime you start wanting to put the ball downfield, the first key is is protection. You know, and I thought our linemen backs did some really nice things there. You know, gave Spencer time and confidence to let him loose, and then guys won some one on ones, which against a. A Gary Patterson coach defense, I mean, you, you have to. I mean, you know, they do such a good job of in the secondary of, of being, you know, very aggressive, but but kind of aggressive in a very smart way. And uh, so when you are able to get those one-on-ones, man, you got to make them. And uh, like I said, we made a few big ones at key times. And, you know, I thought loosened them up a little bit and helped open up some things for the run game. The combination of Radler to Mims is becoming – pretty big in college football. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of trust. I mean, they're still, you know, those, those two guys still screw up a lot of stuff, so they got to get better. But they're, you know, they're young guys that are making some big plays for this team right now. Thanks. Uh-huh. Time for just a couple more. Brandon Drum. Hey, Lincoln. Uh, Rattler looked like he was more at ease, way more at ease today than he has been at any other point during the season. Can, can you kind of talk about his just – his growth, I guess, even from the Texas game, the bye week to now, uh, is he becoming more at ease in the pocket, seeing things a lot quicker in your mind? Yeah, I think so. I thought he had a good feel for for the plan we wanted today. Um, yeah, and you know these, you know, coming out and you know being a start quarterback at this level, especially a school like this. I mean, you just you have to experience it. I mean, as much as. You know, you mentally can prepare guys and do everything you can to get them ready and talk to them and have, you know, guys from that have been in that same position talk to them and all that. It's, it's just experiencing it is, is another thing. And uh, so I think he's getting more used to the emotions, the ups and downs, kind of just kind of what it feels like. And I thought he had a, just a really good feel today of winning football um, and, and managed it and, and made some explosive plays along the way. Okay, I'm Keegan Renault. Yeah, Lincoln, just how important was for you guys to kind of, I don't know if you would 
describe it as a complete game, but you know, from the first quarter to fourth quarter, it seems like you guys had full control of this thing to the end, and especially um, in that third quarter when you guys um, was able to extend the lead. Just how important do you think it was for your guys to be able to put that, you know, on tape, and for you guys to see moving forward? Yeah, I don't know. It's you come win on the road against a Gary Patterson coach team like this. Uh, I don't know. I'd say it's pretty complete. You know, we've had some pretty good football teams around here. I don't know that we've come in here and beat them like we did today, um, maybe one year. Um, so uh, I thought it was pretty complete. Now, now I'm not confusing complete with can we get better. I mean, there's no no doubt. we got a long ways to go. But it is. It, it feels good. It's uh, It was definitely a step in the right direction. We did some things better today than we've done uh, the majority of the year. And, and, you know, a lot of the work that we're putting in behind the scenes right now is starting to show up, you know, here on the game day. So, you know, we got another tough one coming up, you know, going down to Lubbock. And uh, so hopefully we can grow and continue to play even better than we did today. All right, a couple of notes on Oklahoma and TCU and this series. The Sooners have now won seven straight games over TCU, dating back to 2015. Oklahoma's 9-1 and one against TCU since joining the Big 12. The Sooners have won the last five meetings by an average of 18 points and have allowed an average of 20.4 points in those games. And I love this. Sooners held TCU to 75 rushing yards yesterday. It was the third time this season the Sooners have held their opponent to 75 or fewer rushing yards. Also, three sacks, nine tackles for losses over the last two games. The OU defense has totaled nine sacks and 19 tackles for loss. Alex Grinch, the Sooner defensive coordinator, after the Sooner win. Just the... The, the growth that, that your guys showed, I asked Lincoln the same thing a little bit ago. I, I know the, the win is great, but you also want to see your, your guys grow and, uh, and and improve and and do some things that you're looking for. Uh, I, I just need your take on whether you saw that from your guys this afternoon. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, number, number one is get the win. I mean, winning's hard, and, and and in some ways we proved how hard it is this year, right? And so um, that, that's obviously number one. Um, you know, we continue to talk about, you know, we haven't played our best football game, but that, that's an opinion thing. That, that is based on what we think we can be. And ultimately what you produce, uh, you know, each Saturday is ultimately what you are. And so um, it's one thing to say. It's another thing to um, obviously uh, uh, continue to improve. And so I, I certainly, certainly think there's some, some improvements. And, and, you know, you watch the video, and obviously there, there's certain plays you get awfully frustrated by. You know, I continue to get frustrated by, you know, just individual plays and, and uh, kind of a, a the lack of tackle attempt, if that makes sense, you know, as opposed to a true missed tackle where you're um, <clears throat> attempting to bring a guy to the ground and, and you fail to do so, you know, and, and defensive football is hard, but it's a whole lot harder if you don't attempt to tackle. And so there's just a couple examples of that. And they create they, they create explosive plays. And we got to give more credit to our opponent um, in, in, in terms of their ability to, to run through those things. Um, and so, yeah, and, and uh, um, certainly, there's other issues, uh, but th- those those stand out. And that's something that's got to get corrected. Let's go to John Hoover. I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, great. So I'm wondering, Alex, if uh, along those lines of growth and maturity, if, if, if maybe oversimplifying things to suggest that this team is growing up from one possession to the next. In other words, uh, 17 nothing out there real quick again, and all of a sudden you guys are a replay review away from it being 17-14. 
And instead of kind of wilting in that moment, you guys kind of took momentum, gained, gained some new momentum and took off and separated. Is that signs of growth right there just within the game itself? Oh, I think it is, and I, and I think also, you know, it's a great point. You know, every, every possession kind of has a life of its own, and so, um, you know, it, it, it's important that we attack it in that way. And, and the, the scoreboard, how it reads at that particular moment, you know, should not have any impact on, on what that drive uh, happens to be for us. And, 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 and um, you know, there's video evidence over the, 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 the first several weeks that, that it has a tendency to have an impact on how we play. And so that's, just, that's something that obviously that, that we'll continue to work to, to get correct. And I also would say this, that not every scoring drive, obviously you never want to score any points um, or limit as much as you can, but not every scoring drive to me is weighted the same way. You know, is it a, a, a battle to, to the very end? So I think about a fourth and one, you know, opportunity day uh, in the red zone. And I'm, I'm, I'm ticked off that, you know, we, we uh, kind of had a bust there in terms of gap integrity, which which has to get corrected. But then the same token, it's like we, 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 we you grind that one out. And then there, there's other possessions where obviously that's not the case. But um, I, I, I do. I think it's it's uh, incredibly important that, that we, we attack it that way in terms of how we approach it with our guys. Um, you know, seven points on the board, and then making sure also that you don't create a scenario where here we go again. You know, we, we've been here before, and it's like, okay, well, wait a second. Are we waiting for the, the, the other shoe to drop? And obviously that's a responsibility on us, us as coaches to, uh, you know, make, make sure that doesn't take place. And so um, I, I think there's some growth. I, I absolutely do, you know, just as you, as you approach specifically the second half. Um, but, but obviously, you know, more, uh, uh, there's a lot more out there for us. Well, I mean, I think it's been critical, and I, and, I, and I think, you know, some of it is, you know, evidenced by the first couple games. I remember having the conversation uh, at, at, at some point with you all in terms of, you know, what, what the fatigue level is, and, and um, I, I think that, that, that has contributed, you know, and I, and I think also it, it's something that, uh, you know, our, there's a uh, you know, level of play that's expected over 60 minutes is very difficult to do at any position uh, at, at, at our level, and so to... To rotate guys in as much as anything, just just the it may not be a physical break as much as just a mental break, you know. To to have a couple snaps on the sideline to kind of uh, you know kind of redial, refocus uh, before going back in there is critical. Now, right now again, th those individuals that come in the game, you got to perform at a certain level, and that's something obviously that we continue to evaluate. And then also the messages, you know, to, to those individuals that you know you quote unquote are one, you know, number one in our defense is saying. You know, your, your mindset's got to be performing at a level that Coach Grinch would never take you out of the game. So there's something for both both levels on this thing. So if you're a two, you're saying you're fighting every single day in practice to perform at a level that say we're going to put you in a game, and you're fighting for one more one more you know one more rotation, one more series, one, one you know whatever it is. And then those ones, you know, the message to them is you know you're, you're fighting to make sure that that backup doesn't see the field, and that's that level of competition that that the elite. Uh, defenses and league programs have, and so that's something we're trying to create. And obviously, we're still in the infant stages of it, but but it's been good to rotate more guys uh, the, these last couple of weeks. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Alex. Can you talk about the defensive line? Uh, it seems like they've really picked up their play over the last couple of weeks, and just 
how much of that is not just Isaiah Thomas and his overall growth, but just Ellison and Kiriana Winfrey and seeing it, the game slow down? Yeah, I just just very disruptive up front. Um, and, and you see the impact specifically in the run game, but also obviously in the pass game. Um, it, it makes it very difficult for offenses, you know, have to have the confidence level that we're going to hand that thing off into th this group of guys, right? And so um, that, that's been been a positive. It, it uh, uh, you know, you have a chance, and I'm not claiming that we're there yet by any stretch, but to try to make a team one-dimensional, that is a goal. Uh, they obviously got to hold up in the pass game as well. And so those individuals you mentioned up front are just as involved in, in that respect. Um, but been pleased. I mean, you talk about rotation. That that's a group that's kind of been, uh, you know, rotating uh, here over the last few weeks and really seeing, you know, quality play by, uh, you know, you say by committee, and sometimes that sounds like a negative. But but it's one of those things when we talk about rotations every Thursday, you know, it, it's okay. We're going to rotate like we did last week. Yes, and and you know what that means. You're, you're talking about five, uh, you know, five guys in the interior. You're talking about. You know, five to six guys on on, on the edges, and so uh, that's something that I've got to continue. And you'd like to have that at every spot, but that that's been uh, a real positive force and something that's got to continue. Yeah. Just moving forward in their confidence level. Well, I, I think it has to, and 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 again, I'll I'll, I'll say it, it. It's it's hard to win football games. It, it is, um, and and also say we we made it look awfully hard, uh, you know, through through X number of weeks this year, and so, uh, but there's lessons there, you know, and every team is different. Um, you, you like to say, you know, maybe we can learn from, uh, again, show them coach the NFL football and say we're going to learn the lesson in terms of finishing games. Well, sometimes you have to go through it yourself. Uh, you like to think you only got to go through it once, and that, that uh, obviously has not been the case for us. Um, but at the same token, again, every team's different, you know, from a maturity standpoint. And you know, the biggest thing is obviously as coaches, you 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 point the finger at yourself and say, where where am I missing? You know, is you know, in an attempt to, to raise the standard, I'll give you an example. In an attempt to, to raise the standard of the defense at Oklahoma, am I creating too much of an issue that uh, uh, you know we're, we're uh, uh, you know, maybe a little bit uh, um, in a position where one play might might break us, you know, or one drive might break us. Am I creating, like I mentioned earlier, here we go again mentality uh, in my guys? And so that that's something I got to look at. You know, it, it, when you identify a problem, you know, every single one of us on on this can identify the problem. The the key is okay, how do we fix it? Um, and so I think you saw signs of it today. I do, um, and, and just. I think the, 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 the touchdown started at the end. I mean, you're not convincing the guys that that's a frustrating thing to, to you know, give up seven points in, in the fourth quarter. But also understand that, you know, the, the bulk of the second half guys performed at uh, uh, a fairly high level. And so uh, always a work in progress. But, uh, uh, no, that uh, it'd be inappropriate to, to say that, that, that you didn't see progress today. Last question, James Hill. Alex, you won the line of scrimmage today. Uh, that had to be, you know, really a plus for you in your play calling and things like that. John Michael Terry, a lot of different players made plays up front, but you won the line of scrimmage, and that's always a positive, isn't it? Well, well, it is, and, and it's very difficult to have any success if you don't. Um, and then you kind of have a vision in your head every week in terms of what that might look like based on video study uh, and those things. But, but you know, obviously you got to ultimately perform on Saturday game day. And so, uh, no, that, that's something that we, that we continue to, to, to always talk about. We talk about how physical and our opponent. 
Um, you know, if, if, you, if you're equal from a physical standpoint, you got a shot. Obviously, if you're minus from a physical standpoint, uh, it, it's going to go the other way. And so, um, no, it, it uh, again, talk about, you know, trying to make teams one dimensional, um, which, which, you know, you got to be smart in that way because you want to turn this into a seven on seven game. But again, that, that, that physical play that you mentioned is not just in the run game, but obviously it's included in the pass game. And um, so that, that's something obviously we, uh, we'd like to continue. By the way, one other note, in its last three games against TCU, the OU defense has allowed an average of 278 total yards. So the defense playing well. You heard from Lincoln Riley. You heard from Alex Grinch. Uh, tomorrow we'll bring you some of the players. Also, the, the podcast schedule, no bye week, so a normal week. Uh, I think I'm going to try to talk Jessica Cootie into sitting down with us tomorrow. I'll have a special Monday pod to where we not only look back at the game, but preview basketball. You know, we get a basketball schedule this past week. Jess is going to be all in on hoops this year. So we'll have that for you on Monday. Then our regular schedule. Tuesday, you can join Toby and I live for the Game Plan Live. We hit Facebook Live and Sooner Sports Dat TV at 1.05 p.m. Central Time. If you guys have questions for the pod, please hit me up at OU on the air. That's at OU on the air. And then, of course, the Lincoln Rally presser with the media is also part of our Tuesday pod. On Wednesday's podcast, we bring you Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Riley from Rudy's. On Thursday, it's the Huddle Reloaded. We also throw in a couple of interviews with players, Brian Asamoah last week. Friday, Sooners for Life, uh, Life presented by the Varsity O. You also have the Scene Setter, Coach's Corner, and then, of course, Game Week this week, Oklahoma and Texas Tech on Saturday night. We'll have the post-game show for you as soon as we wrap up. Well, that'll do it for this edition of a special Sunday Presser Sooner Sports Podcast. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Sooners win. The countdown to Oklahoma and Texas Tech next Saturday night at 7 p.m. is on. Until then, have a great start to your week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.